So I was watching a movie uh, over my, my holidays uh, with the legendary Dwayne Johnson. And uh, Dwayne Johnson is otherwise known as The Rock for, it doesn't matter. Uh, so an actor anyway, a big guy. And um, he's in this fight scene with another guy and this guy pulls out a knife. And so Dwayne reaches around to see if he can find anything equivalent and he, all he has is a banana. So he picks up the banana and kind of growls at your man sternly as if to say, now I have you, you know what I mean, with this banana. And obviously it's, it's, it's a comical kind of a fight scene, but obviously uh, he, he defeats your man with a banana. So a couple of punches, chops, and then banana down the, down the, into the mouth kind of thing, banana down the throat kind of thing, and then your man cho chokes. I, he didn't die. No, 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 no actors were hurt in the making of this scene. Uh, but the point is, um, it wasn't the weapon that was so successful. It was in whose hands it was, you know. That's the, kind of the, the point of the scene, that this guy is so good, he could beat you up with a banana. And that reminds me, just when I heard today's readings, like, we're only earthenware jars, you know. <clears throat> what God does in us and through us, the good that he does, it's all his work. We, 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 we hold it, but we are, we, we're not its owners, and we don't make it. We don't produce grace. <clears throat> we don't convert souls ourselves. We don't... Like, oh, the good that we do is God working through us. Now, he does need earthenware jars. Well, he chooses to need earthenware jars. I mean, he wants us to be part of the church. He wants us to bring his words to others. He wants parents to pass on the faith. He wants pastors, priests, religious, to, to teach the faith and, and, and to be a lived example of it and so on. So, he, yes, he, he chooses to have us collaborate with him, but he's the one who does all the work. He's the one who does, who does all the heavy lifting. Uh, we're the instruments in his hands. And... There's, there's something so, I don't know, freeing about that and something so humbling about that at the same time. Freeing because it means that the ultimate responsibility of the success of any kind of relig religious initiative isn't ours. Uh, we were not ultimately responsible for, if you will, the, kind of the guidance of the church. I'm responsible for my part, for whatever God entrusts to me. I'm responsible for that, yes. But like for, you know, when I think of... Uh, there are people now with you know, fears for the economy and will there be a recession or what will the knock-on effects now for, on food prices be considering the Ukraine and the price of fertilizers and so on. There's a lot of maybe fear out there as well. Now, these are things I can't change. These are things I'm not responsible for. <clears throat> I trust in the Lord and move on. What am I supposed to do? You know, I mean, uh, I, I, can't, I can't fix these things. They're not my responsibility. So, but I believe then that I'm an earthenware jar for, for God's grace. So that is my responsibility. That I do have to work on. Just it can't happen that we get maybe so focused on some of these kind of bigger fears that we forget that your job is to pray. Your job is to be united with God. Your job is to, if, <laughs> in so far as is possible with God's grace, to become a saint. That's, that's my job. And if along the way then, you know, there are good prophecies that, that, tell us that we should prepare things or whatever, we'll, we'll follow them too, in all, in, all in good time, all in good time. Uh, but just to, to, to know, like, to, to, to be sure that the ultimate responsible for, for all of these things is, is the Lord. I'm just an instrument. Now, I, I, say I do have to do my part and don't pose any resistance, <clears throat> which we're wont to do, which, you know, fear might cause, or which reluctance or cowardice or whatever it may be. Uh, might cause us to, to pull back and say, oh, are you sure you're asking me to do this because this, this, this doesn't seem like the right time or this, doesn't seem, this seems maybe a bit 
too much to bite off right now. But again, we're earthen, we're jars. We're, so whatever the content of that jar is, it could be fresh water, it could be wine, who knows what. <clears throat> wine for joy, water for purification. We're not, we're not the content, but we are the containers. <clears throat> and I'll say there's something very, very freeing about that. Something very humbling as well, because what we get to do, what we get to do in the service of people, and in the service of souls, is quite incredible. And this is, again, for everyone, the lay <coughs> religious alike. <coughs> Whatever we do to help a soul get to heaven is an investment in eternity. Like every single... I mean, when I heard this thought first, I, I thought it was somewhat heretical uh, that uh, there was a, yeah, a priest preaching and he said, you know, we're all immortal. I thought, well, no, no, we're totally immortal. I mean, <laughs> I've seen, you know, you walk out there on a busy road and there's a bus coming against you, you're totally mortal. Uh, no, no, but in the sense that our soul, our soul is not, will not die when our body does. You are immortal, which means you will, you have a point uh, where you're created, but you will continue to live for all eternity. Where that is, that's up to us. But we are immortal. Not in the same way that God is. God has no beginning and no end. We just have no end. Uh, so we are immortal. So whatever we do to help a soul get to heaven, you're, you're, you're assisting them, carrying them in some way, guiding them, directing them, maybe consoling them, getting them to turn away from, from uh, maybe a path that won't lead them to heaven. And, and whatever you do to help a person get to heaven, you are investing in eternity, their eternal salvation, the salvation of their immortal soul, which is just phenomenal and so humbling because who am I to help any soul? Who am I to help anybody else? It's just so humbling. I am the container. God is the content. Or God should be the content if I'm doing it right. We're just earthen, we're jars. And God can do such, such amazing things, even through, through broken people. Again, it's his work. It's his grace. So, yes, the, the earthen, we're jar may be a bit dirty on the outside. may even have a couple of cracks. Maybe even it has a crack that goes halfway down so it can only carry half as much as it should. But it can still do good. It can still do good. I remember there was a, a priest friend of mine who used to go on, on pilgrimages, and the pilgrimage organizer was uh, a difficult kind of character, actually. And if I'm honest, he, he recounted to me that he was quite a vain character. He liked, he liked being the pilgrimage organizer. He liked being the boss. He liked saying, so now sit down, listen to me, and I shall bequeath unto thee the program for today. Uh, he, so he liked being the centre of attention, um, and yeah, so there were there were other kind of issues about that kind of uh, uh, vanity, if you will, of being being a pilgrimage leader. But so many people were helped greatly during those pilgrimages. There were, there were some massive conversions. There were people going back to confession who hadn't been in 20, 30 years. There were healings of families, healing of memories. There was all sorts of stuff. And I just, it was just a real example for me, as, as he told me the story, just a real example for me that God can work even through broken people. That gives me great hope because none of us are perfect. So, so we thank the good Lord for this privilege of being called to serve him despite our brokenness and our fragility and our woundedness and all of that. And that we can do something, that we can help people get to heaven through our example, through our prayer, <clears throat> through our support, through our consolation, through our affirmation, through a kind word, 
whatever it may be, that we can help people discover the love of God. This love that wishes to raise them up. This love that wishes to dust them off, clean them off. And this love that wishes to be with them for eternity in heaven. Amen.